0: at loveisrael.org. That's one word, loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson.
1: Land is important to God. I've mentioned over the last several weeks how much detail God is giving you and me, the reader, in regard to the distribution of the promised land we have seen that it's began on the east side of the jordan and over the last few weeks we have focused in on that western side of the jordan river what is commonly referred to as the land of canaan it is that promised land it is where many of the victories that israel received from god as the scripture says so often for the lord has delivered them into your hands and it was God who enabled us to take possession of that lamb and there's a principle there because it is that same God through his son that makes us able to take possession through faith and grace and the work of Messiah but we can take hold of the promises of God and that promise of inheritance inheriting first and foremost What should be at the heart of our desire? A kingdom inheritance. So remember that. And how God is so precise in regard to this inheritance. And that confirms to us that God is very, very precise in those covenantal promises, those kingdom rewards, those kingdom blessings, that we, by the grace of God, through the faithfulness of Messiah, through the perfect work of redemption of messiah that we will indeed take possession of look with me to the book of joshua and chapter 18 now we have seen for example judah on the western side receive his lamb we have seen ephraim and Manasseh as well but now we're turning our attentions to another people. Notice this. This is the remaining seven tribes. We mentioned that last week, and we're going to begin with the tribe of Benjamin or Benjamin. So remember that name, Benjamin in Hebrew, Benjamin in English. Look with me to verse 11, Joshua chapter 18 and verse 11. the lot and it's the lot that belongs to the tribe of the children of Benjamin of benjamin to their families went up now it simply means that it was time for the tribe of benjamin to receive their inheritance and again we see this over and over consistently they received it by lot, not according to their desires, but according to the providence of God. Once more, verse 11. And the lot of the tribe of the children of Benjamin went up according to the families, their families. And that lot went out, and the border, I should say, their lot went out, and the border was between the children of judah and the children of joseph so again their lot went out for the border and the border for the tribe of benjamin was between the children of judah and the children of joseph verse 12 and it came about the border to them on the northern side now we have two different words that mean side one is related to the shoulder, shoulder which is on the side so different words but basically the same intent so I'll translate them the same way look at verse 12 and it came about the border unto them on the northern side where was that border on the northern side from the Jordan that is, from the Jordan River. And the border went up to the side, different word, but same implication, to the side of Jericho from the north. So Jericho has been mentioned before, and we see that it is a border city. Move on to the second part of verse 12. And it went up on the mountain Yama, yama yam is sea so yama means towards the sea and in this case we're talking about the mediterranean sea so westward so we read this and we are told that the the border went up upon the mountain towards the west towards that sea and then it says and these were the outcome the results now it's a word that can also be understood as the ending the conclusion but literally and these were the results from the wilderness of bet oven so the results meaning the in locations that was there at that border at that location verse 13. And it passed from there, what passed the border? So the border passed from there towards Luz, to the side of Luz that was on the south, so the southern side of Luz, and this is Bet El. Again, these places, many of them are being repeated, and that's because they're border places. They are are places that kind of set the boundaries it gives us the perspective for remembering what's going on so again the border passed through from there towards luz to the side of luz that was on the south and this is bet el and the border went down to atrot arad concerning the mountain which is on the the south and this is located where at a place again we've mentioned before bet horon meaning the lower portion of that city of bet haron verse 14. now here the word taar can mean to describe but in this context and i did more research on the text and this word can be used to describe but specifically to mark a border So it's better to translate it this way. It's a description, but it's marking a border. Verse 14. And the border was marked, and it encompassed the side of the sea on the south from the mountain, which is before Bet-Horon towards the south. And we see that these were the results, the outcome, the ending. To its ending was to what? Kiryat Baal, which is Kiryat Yari. Now, we know, and I've mentioned before, Kiryat Yari is west of Jerusalem. It's been mentioned before as a border city, and it's just being confirmed now. So the end of this area, this allotment in this direction on this side was this location and notice what it says it also speaks of a city this city of kerat yarim belonged primarily to the children of judah and this is the the side of the sea meaning this is the place upon the the direction that faces we might say to the sea now look at verse verse 15 and from that that side on the south it ends with what it extends to kirit yarim and then it goes forth the border goes forth towards the sea and it goes forth to mayan may naftoach which means the spring waters of this place naftoach verse 16 and the border goes down to the end of the mountain which is before the valley of ben hinom ben hinom excuse me it goes before gay this is a valley of ben hinom witches and it's going to tell us and we know where this is today in the valley of riphaim on the north now again we've come across this before with the tribe of Judah why because they border each other we're told that now look at the second part of verse 16 and it goes down this this valley of hinnom to the side of the southern side of Yebusi. Yebusi the Jespe sites And we see here that it goes down further towards a place called En Rogel. Now, all of these places that are mentioned, we need to remember. Some we know, some we do not know, some we know in a general area, but it is not specific. Verse 17 The description, and remember that word means the marking of the border from the north went out from En Shemesh and it goes out towards Gliot, which is before Male Adumim. And here again, there's a city today, it is east of Jerusalem. It is before you make that large decline towards the Dead Sea and the Jordan River Valley. You are at the city known as Male Adumim. This is the, the upward road towards Adumim. And then it goes down to Evan bohan And Evan bohan is a place, but it's a place that was controlled by the son of Reuven. So that location was ruled over by the son of Reuven, and his name was Evan Bohan. Verse 18. And it passed to the side which is before the northern Arava. Arava is a desert plain. So it goes down from that location we mentioned previously, and it goes down towards the desert plain on the north. And then it goes down towards the desert plain. And it passes through, look at verse 19. And the border passes to the side of Bet Hogla. And this is the word Hogla on the north. And these were, we might say, the results, the outcome, the ending of the border, which is to the bay of the Salt Sea, or we might say the Dead Sea today, on the north. And to be specific, we see where this allotment is. It's tied towards the the Dead Sea, the Salt Sea as it's called here, to the end of where? To the end of the Jordan on the south. And we know something. mentioned this before. We're at the Sea of Galilee. The Jordan River comes out. It goes along that valley called the Jordan River Valley, and that Jordan River empties in on the southern side of the Jordan River into the Dead Sea, into the Salt Sea. And this is exactly what we're reading here in verse 19. For this is the southern border, verse 20. And the Jordan... And then we have a word for fixes a border of it. So that Jordan fixes the border of it on the eastern side. So the Jordan River is the border for the allotment of land that goes to Benjamin on the eastern side. And we learn that it's used for other tribes as well. For this, look at the end of verse 20. For this is the inheritance Of the children of benjamin according to its border that encompasses that goes around all of their families verse 21 now beginning in verse 21 we're looking at cities the primary cities that are being mentioned that are part of this allotment of land the inheritance towards or of the children of benjamin benyamin look at verse 21 and these were the cities to the tribe of the children of benjamin according to their families and what were the cities that comprise well let's read jericho and again bet hogla also emek this might be translated the Valley of Katzitz, and the house of the Arva, Bet-Ha-Arva, and also Simarayim and Bet-El. So all of these cities were included, and in addition to that, look at verse 23, and the Avim, and the Para, and Ophrah, Verse twenty four and Kafar Ha amona and Haofni and Gava the cities and now those cities that I've just read beginning in verse twenty one, how many are there? It says the cities, twelve cities and and this is a word for their courtyards. This probably means their districts of administration, their ruling places that are within this allotment of land. Look now, if you would, to verse twenty-five. Other cities were Givon and Harama and Berit. Beriot. I want to say it again. Beriot. Verse twenty-six. And ha mitspe and ha kafira and ha motza, verse twenty seven, rechem and yer pael and tar ala, verse twenty eight, and tsela and ha aleph, ha yibusi. And notice this Yebusi. We've mentioned it several times. That, that people, the Jebusites, And notice what it says. This is Jerusalem. We have told that the Jezbazites controlled Jerusalem for the most part. There was a remnant of the tribe of Judah that also were in Jerusalem. In addition to Jerusalem, Giv'at, Kiryat. And then it says the cities of this portion. How many? Arba Esrei. 14 cities. And again, their courtyards, their places of administration. Now let's look at the end of this chapter. And the last sentence. Zot nachalat b'nei vinyamin le' mishpa chotam. This is the inheritance of the children of benjamin to their families so god is a specific god he is deal detailed he is giving to us this this account of him specifically according to his providence not by the desires of man but by lot meaning by the hand of god he is orchestrating the division of the land, according to his wisdom, according to his knowledge. And I want to close with this. The wisest thing that you can do is simply trust God. Whatever he sees fit for you to have, receive it gratefully with thanksgiving. What does the book of Proverbs say? God, don't give me too little that I might be be inclined to to take to still, And don't give me too much that I might become prideful and boast. Give me the portion that I can handle. What a wise thing to say and a affirmation that God, he gives perfectly. What do we learn in the book of James? Every good and perfect gift exactly what we need. It comes down from God, from heaven, and we should receive it with thanksgiving and gratitude. Be individuals that speak frequently to others and frequently in your prayers words of gratitude. When we are grateful before God, it pleases Him. And what we ought not do, and not do it publicly not do it to others and not do it before god don't have that complaining spirit you can share things in a way that's not in the spirit of complaining but you can do so in a way that conveys your feelings but does not uh, discourage but encourage pray to god god how do i share my feelings my frustrations with others. God will give you the words. God will lead you and how to voice these things that will be received in a way that unity will come about. When we complain, it destroys unity. It puts a barrier between us and complaining brings about the discipline of God. Well, we'll close now. Thank you for being part of this broadcast. And until next week, it is my sincere prayer. God bless those people that are listening. Encourage them, assist them, and make known to them all the things that they need to know in order to serve you in a pleasing way. Until next week, Shalom from Israel.